What's up, everybody? Charlie Marlowe here. Got to jump on, do a quick video on the Cardinals. I don't even know if it's fair to say this is breaking news, but earlier today, winter meetings, John Moselock, Cardinals president of baseball operations, came out on MLB Network Radio, I believe on Sirius, and, and said they were shopping Tyler O'Neill, which really shouldn't be shocking to anyone. I think we all assume that. But it's kind of more so that John Moselock and the Cardinals, I can't remember them ever actually admitting that, that they're shopping a certain player. So I think when you hear that, pretty good chance Tyler O'Neill will not be with the Cardinals spring training 2024. Because again, I don't feel like they ever say that about anybody. Um, also, I thought it was really interesting when he was asked about their everyday lineup. So he basically went around the infield. Um, and he was just going infield outfield. Didn't mention Contreras, but that's obvious there with Contreras and Herrera. It was more about, about getting at bats for guys. So he, he goes around the infield and he says, obviously, Goldie. And second base, he mentioned Nolan Gorman and Brendan Donovan. And then Mason went at short. Obviously, Nolan Arenado at third base. And then going to the outfield. And, and again, Moselock was saying, look, if the season started today, we obviously know you have the rest of the winter trades and all that. But in terms of the outfield, he said, if the season started today, you got Walker, you got Edmund, you got Newt in the outfield. So you're thinking right field, Jordan Walker, center field, Tommy Edmund, left field, Lars Newtbar. He mentioned, John Moselock did, Dylan Carlson as their fourth outfielder. And that's when he essentially mentioned Tyler O'Neill that they're shopping him. So again, this isn't a surprise or a shock by any means, but it's just the fact that John Moselock never specifically talks about players in trades, never specifically talks about players in free agency, even over the years when I used to cover the team for TV. If you would ask him even about a rumor or a free agent, he never wants to talk about specific players. So I think it says a lot that he came out and said they're shopping Tyler O'Neill. I would think that means Tyler O'Neill is not back in 2024. Can you, can you flip him for a major league reliever? Remember, he has one year of control left. I don't know what his value is. Maybe it could be a, a mid-level type prospect. I've always said with Tyler O'Neill, I thought if you couldn't get fair return, it still makes sense to keep him. And the only reason I say that, I understand it probably makes Cardinals fans go nuts, but he can still, if he's healthy, have that season where he's really, really good. We saw that, what was it? Was it 2021? He had the two gold gloves. He had the season where he finished eighth in the MVP. If he's healthy, he can be really, really good. I understand if you're tired of hearing the ifs and the buts and the what ifs and all that. But again, if you're talking about a fourth outfielder and you're not putting any expectations on him to be a starter, he could far exceed that. So, but look, at this point, if, if both parties feel like a separation is the best medicine right now, I get it. If you can flip him for a, for a, a big league reliever, somebody who just has a year or two of control. I think that makes sense at this point. If the Cardinals are gonna go ahead and do that. And again, I think when John Moselock mentions they're shopping Tyler O'Neill, just think about how that plays in the clubhouse with Tyler O'Neill when the president of baseball operations comes out and says that, and then you gotta report to spring training when everybody knows you were getting shopped and they don't really want you. And let's be real, at this point, 
I'm not saying Tyler O'Neill doesn't want to be a Cardinal, but I think it's probably better for both parties if he just got a, a fresh start somewhere else with a different team. If you go back to the whole deal with Ali Marmol and quote unquote not, not hustling um, early in the season and that whole hullabaloo, it just seems like the Cardinals and Tyler O'Neill parting ways would make a lot of sense right now. Doing this video inside, by the way, because I was gonna do it outside, um, and these freaking birds were squawking so loud that I feel like it was gonna be uh, messing up the audio. And I don't, I don't really put on a microphone and all this for these videos, as you know, so I'm just trying to do them quick, get them out there. I know you guys like your Cardinals coverage. It's not like I'm breaking any of these stories or anything. I'm doing the same thing a lot of you guys are doing. I'm monitoring all the folks at the baseball winter meetings. Although, I think we're gonna catch up with probably both Brendan Schaefer and Jeff Jones, or one or both of them, when they get back from the winter meetings, just get a little report. I do think, though, that for the Cardinals, look, they've kind of done all their heavy lifting. I'm not saying they're gonna be done, but when you get three starting pitchers via free agency and Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson, Sonny Gray, before the winter meetings even start, I mean, that's, look, the Cardinals were like the only team doing anything for a while. And John Moselock took care of business early, and now he can just tinker, look after the bullpen and all that. How about the other report? So, by the way, what do you guys think of, of Tyler O'Neill and John Moselock announcing that they're shopping Tyler O'Neill? Do you want him back at all? Do you feel like, hey, it makes sense to just one year bring him back, see if he can stay healthy, see if you get lucky? Or at this point, do you want to move on from Tyler O'Neill? The fact that he mentioned Dylan Carlson also as a fourth outfielder, that, that tells me, look, if he's a fourth outfielder, you're also available for trade as well. Um, and I thought it was interesting that John Moselock put Tommy Edmond in center field because I think Tommy Edmond just makes perfect sense as a second baseman. Uh, but he is the Cardinals' best defensive center fielder. I think most people would, would agree with that. So we'll see. A lot of people, me included, have always thought that there's some redundancy there with Tommy Edmond and Brendan Donovan, so maybe you could move one of those guys. Tommy Edmond is older, less control, will make more money. That's the guy that probably makes sense. So let me know in the uh, replies what you think about the Tyler O'Neill comments. And then as we're, uh, as we're wrapping up here, I saw another report. I think it was, I think it was Jeff Jones either discussing this. Um, I don't know if he exactly reported it, so correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm not... I'm not trying to not give these guys all credit, but sometimes, you know, you see these things on Twitter. But that Jack Flaherty and the Pirates were looking at Jack Flaherty on a short-term deal if Jack Flaherty couldn't get a long-term deal. And I'm thinking, if you're Jack Flaherty, does it really make sense for you to lock into a long-term deal? I would bet on myself and sign a one-year deal, try to get right, try to have another healthy season, and then a better, more productive season to get your big deal after that. I just think it's interesting because for years, we all basically said, oh, here's Jack Flaherty. He's this West Coast guy. Doesn't fit well. Just with St. Louis, probably wants to play for the Dodgers or the Angels, whatever it is. Here's a guy we thought could be a Cy Young Award winner, has had his um, injury issues. But the fact that his free agency is here, and we're talking about Jack Flaherty maybe going to the Pittsburgh Pirates on a one-year deal, and I don't know, would Jack even want to go to Pittsburgh? I would think he has a market for a lot of teams on a one-year prove-it deal. He was pretty good for the Cardinals. Wasn't great, obviously, with the Orioles, but he still, he was healthy last year. He pitched the full season, and he wasn't that bad with the Cardinals. 
I mean, he was enough that they traded him to a contender and the Orioles wanted him. So I would think that half the teams in baseball would want Jack Flaherty. And I'm talking about good teams, even if he's an end-of-the-rotation guy on a one-year deal. These deals that Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson are getting around $10 million, doesn't that seem like what, what uh, Jack Flaherty could get on a one-year deal? Something of that nature. And maybe an option. I don't know. If I'm Jack Flaherty, though, coming off all the injuries in last year, I don't want to sign a long-term deal right now. I want to have a great season, 2024, and then flip that into potentially, look, you might think I'm crazy, but if he were to be really, really good, he could get a $100 million contract. Um, you know, the guy that comes to mind, and I, I just think of Carlos Rodon. Carlos Rodon, for a while there, could not stay healthy. Then all of a sudden, he does have health for a couple years, flips that into a huge contract. And early on, Jack Flaherty was, was better than Carlos Rodon, especially that one season, 2019. So we'll see. I just think it's interesting because to think three, four years ago, or go back to 2019, to think that Jack Flaherty's free agent market would potentially be a one-year deal with the Pittsburgh Pirates, it's kind of shocking. We'll see. I wish Jack all the best. I'm rooting for him. I hope he pitches well. I hope he stays healthy. I've always liked Jack Flaherty. I know some Cardinal fans don't. That's your prerogative. All good. All right. Comment, like, subscribe. Appreciate it. I know I'm throwing a lot of Ohio State Mizzou stuff on. I am into that. You know, it's the first time they've played since I've been here. I'm an Ohio State fan. We're having fun with the Mizzou fans on Twitter, even though most of them don't understand my sarcasm, which is fine. I get that. That's what Twitter is. But for the next 19 days, we'll do a lot of Mizzou and Ohio State stuff because it's fun and I'm into it this time of year. But uh, first and foremost, baseball. We'll always have baseball as news breaks. All right, guys. Thanks again. Comment, like, subscribe. Peace out. Have a great week and happy holidays.